Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with me, Melissa. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Free For All Friday. This is episode 10 of season 2. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. We have made it to episode 10, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, but yes, welcome back to another free-for-all episode. As you guys know, free-for-all Fridays are just us putting our feet up, kicking it back, relaxing. It is the end of the week, and it is unscripted. I just have a couple bullet points, but basically it's just kind of a conversation that I have by myself, but it's, you know, it's unscripted. And I find some humor and magic in that. <laughs> so I have a couple bullet points that I want to get to. So the past couple of Fridays, I've taste tested um, a couple hard seltzers. We are going to be doing that for this episode, but I'm going to keep it for last. Ooh. Um, and it's something that my sister gave me. So you know it's going to be good if Christina gave it to me. <laughs> but um, so for the beginning of this episode, we're going to talk about phase three. We're going to talk about my journey um, so far for 200 miles in July. And then we're going to talk about a random fact that I noticed or I realized um, today. And yeah, so I'll leave that for last. Or maybe I'll sandwich it in. I don't know. That's the beauty of a free-for-all Friday. So let's just get started with the phase three. So phase three is happening Monday. That is what? Is it July 8th, 4th, 5th? Today's... Friday the 3rd, 4th, 5th, oh, 6th. Okay, so Monday, July 6th, um, Phase 3 is happening. So what is Phase 3? Phase 3 is movie theaters. Phase 3 is museums, gyms and health clubs, some indoor recreational activities, and professional sports without spectators. So that means your girl is going back to work at the gym that she works at. <laughs> Am I nervous? Um, not really because I fully trust how they run things over there. I'm not really worried about the virus. Um, I think because I got in the habit of working from home that it feels almost weird and not normal to go back into a building to work with other people. Does that make sense? Like, I I feel like I, for the past three months, like I mentioned, I've been working from home, that it almost gives me like a little bit of anxiety going back into, into the building to, to work. And I don't know why. Um... But it just feels weird, which is so weird to think about because three, four months ago, I was working like 12, 13-hour days just being out of the house. And then this coronavirus happened, and I have been in the house for so long that it's like the complete opposite. I feel weird <laughs> going out and working. I don't know. It's weird. Does anybody else feel like that? Let me know, please. 
Um, but yeah, I, it just, it feels weird. I don't know how else to explain it. It feels, I don't know. It just, it feels odd so far, but I haven't actually gone back to work. And this is a job that I truly do enjoy. And I know for a fact, once I go back and I see everybody, it's, it's going to be fine, but I think I'm just overthinking it because the past three months, I've just been at home. So that's kind of where I'm at with phase three. I'm really happy that phase three is happening for Massachusetts because I know a lot of other states are kind of struggling right now. I know the numbers are going up for them, um, and I really do feel for them. So I think this is like a great thing for Massachusetts. I'm very happy, honestly, in the way that things were handled for the coronavirus. But that's kind of, I just wanted to know your, everybody else's opinion, if they feel weird going back to work, or maybe you guys are staying remote for a little bit longer. Um, but I'm just curious, does it feel weird even like going out into shops right now or getting a haircut? Like I need to get a haircut so bad, <laughs> but it still feels weird. It still feels weird to, to go out into the world because we have been quarantined for so long that it almost feels unnatural to go out into the world now. So that's kind of where I'll leave that so I'm not just repeating the same thing over and over again. But I truly do want to know your opinion on it and if you guys have been going out, if you guys have gone back to work, if it felt weird in the beginning, let me know. <laughs> um, so now we're just going to get onto the topic of my 200 miles in July. Um, last Friday... I believe that I mentioned that I might do 100 miles, I might do 200 miles. I had decided to do 200 miles for the month of July. Um, and that is walking, jogging, running. <laughs> um, and it's so far, so today's July 3rd. And let me just go to, I made an amazing Excel sheet for this. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for it. Um, so far, July 3rd, I'm totaling in at 21.51 miles. So that is how many miles I have done so far. July 1st, um, I kind of made myself an Excel sheet. Like I said, I broke it up into the date, a.m. miles, p.m. miles, and total miles for that day. So July 1st, I did 3.22 miles. PM, I did 3.35 miles, totaling in at 6.57. The second day, I totaled in at 7.44 miles, and today I did 7.5 miles. So, so far, um, I'm definitely feeling sore. Um, I'm definitely feeling it in my feet mostly. I feel it a little bit in the knee, the knees, um, and then a little bit in the hamstrings as well. And I think today was a little bit of a tough day for me just to get the mileage done. And someone texted me today and they were like, Melissa, 
how I don't understand how you're doing it. Six miles is a lot. I don't think I could do it. And my initial reaction was to text them back saying, why don't you think you can do it? Like right then, like right now, you're already convincing yourself that you can't do it by just saying, oh, I can't do this. And then I kind of went on like my little motivational speech, which we'll talk to, which we'll talk about in just a second. I might sandwich that topic in. But I was like, already you're saying that you can't do it. You didn't try it yet. Um, you're just kind of saying, oh, I can't do it. And you're already setting yourself up for not being able to do it. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then like you're not going to do it if you don't believe in yourself. Um, I said it a little bit better through text, but that was kind of the gist of it. The whole point was... If yours, it could be about anything. If you're saying, oh, I can't do this, then you're probably not going to do it because you just told yourself that you couldn't. You have to be the one who believes in yourself. Um, yes, you can have people who support you and cheer you on, but if you're not believing in yourself, then there's, there's no point. And... <laughs> um, it was all like in good, it was all lighthearted and I was just definitely kind of like in my motivational speaking vibe at that point, but there, that person was like, oh yeah, like, you know, you're right. That, that is a good point. So I'm giving that advice to other people, but today I was really doubting myself. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I don't know if this was a good idea. So on, so forth, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I literally gave this advice to someone earlier saying, if you don't believe in yourself, then what's the point? Um, so today, like I said, it was a little bit rough. Um, I definitely had that self-doubt in myself. But this is why I'm doing it. This is why I'm doing the 200 miles. Yes, it's for a good cause. And I raised almost $500, and it's not even the end of July yet. It's for a great cause. I'm really doing it for the veterans. Um, I'm doing it for the stop soldier suicide. But I'm also doing it for me and to quiet that self-doubt voice that I have in my head. And I feel like, I'm, I, I think it's safe to say that I'm definitely not the only one who has this voice inside their head. Like it could be with anything. It could be with applying to a job or it could be as simple as, I don't know, cooking a new meal, cooking a different recipe that you haven't tried before. I feel like whatever it is that's new, we, we have this voice inside our head that's saying, no, you can't do it, or maybe you shouldn't do it, or maybe you should just stop right now and not, you know, try it. I really hope <laughs> this is making sense so far. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing it for a good cause, and that's honestly, like, super motivating me. 
to complete the mileage day in and day out. But I'm also doing it because I want to see a difference in myself. I want to prove to that voice inside my head that's telling me I can't do it, that I can do it. So that's something that I kind of realized today when I was really doubting myself. I'm like, oh, I don't think I can do this. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. Is it too much? This and that. Um, But I still got the mileage done. And I feel like, hopefully, um, as the days go on, that the voice inside my head will kind of diminish and go away. And... It's experiences like this um, that I feel like help me in life in general. So really quickly, I don't want to get off topic, but I did one of the Spartan races that is considered, I think it's the beast. So it was like a really tough obstacle course race. It was in Vermont. It was at like a ski resort. And it was really tough. Like it was probably the toughest thing I've done except for the 200 miles that I'm doing in July. And I remember going on like job interviews and just doing like day-to-day stuff. And I'm like, okay, if I can do that Spartan race in Vermont, then I can do this. And that's why I really like challenging myself because I feel like it gives you that confidence. You're like, oh, I did, you know, that race, so of course I can go on this job interview, or of course I can try this new recipe. You know what I mean? So I hope that really makes sense. Um, But so originally the 200 miles were for vets, and it still is 100%, um, but I just think I added on kind of like another goal for myself, which was to believe in myself and to put that self-doubt away and diminish it and to make it non-existent for for the rest of my life. (laughs) So let me know if you guys can relate to that self-doubt inner voice. Um, I definitely recommend challenging yourself in some way. Because whatever you start that's new or different, you're going to have that little voice that's saying, ooh, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Ooh, maybe I can't do this. And then once you do it, it's like the greatest feeling in the world because you feel like you can do everything. So let me know if you guys have ever experienced anything like that. But we're going to move on from that topic. And we're going to talk about this random fact uh, that I kind of realized today. So I was on the treadmill. I was finishing up my mileage and I find it easier to like listen to podcasts during long (laughs) when you're like working out for a long time. So there was um, I, you guys know that I listen to Jocko. You guys know that I listen to Joe Rogan. And I found another podcast. I think his name is Nick Barr. And 
I found him through Instagram and he runs a lot um, and he has like his own nutritional nutrition company and he had a podcast. I didn't know that he had a podcast until he posted about it on his Instagram. So I'm listening to him and I'm like, because when you're on Apple Podcast, you have like a list of the podcasts that you're subscribed to and I'm looking through them and I'm like holy moly (laughs) um they're all guys and I don't think I ever made that realization until today I was like wait a minute Jocko's a guy Joe Rogan's a guy this guy Nick's a guy a guy (laughs) um where are my female podcasters at? And it was it was very weird. So like I just typed in woman on Apple Podcasts and a couple of them came up. Um, but I, I realized that I didn't listen to any female podcasters. What podcasters? Is that a word? I don't know. But female podcasts um, where the female is the host. So... I was a little troubled by this, and then (laughs) um, I googled how many pod or how many podcasts are woman based or women are the host of, and I want to say it was like thirty three percent were women. I think it was one third, Um, and the rest were male. And I was like, "Whoa, that's really weird." And I just, so that happened and I was like, okay, I need to find more woman podcasters just to kind of like support them. But then I was also on Spotify and I was listening to motivational speeches because that is what gets me through like the days that you don't feel like working out or the days that you don't feel like doing anything at all to be honest you put on like a motivational speech and it gets you up and going and then I notice there's this playlist on Spotify that I follow that has like hundreds of different motivational speeches it's like a playlist and I was going through them all because that's what was keeping me busy to get the mileage done Um, I only got through half, but they were all men. They were all guys who were, you know, giving motivational speeches and saying, you can do it, don't give up. And I was like, well, where are the woman motivational speeches? speeches?" Um, And that was kind of like another thing that I realized that when you YouTube motivational speeches or you try and find it on you or um, Spotify. Sorry, I'm like all mumbly jumbly today. <laughs> um, it's mostly men. So I was like, how? How is this possible? Maybe I'm just not, they're not coming up as my recommended because maybe I do tend to, I don't know. It's, it's so weird though because I don't know. I thought that was odd. I don't have an explanation for it. Maybe for like the recommended, like because there's like an algorithm on your phone and 
it goes by what you look up. So maybe they know that I look up like Joe Rogan and Jocko. So they tend to give me like the male motivational speakers. I don't know. But this was a little bit troubling and disturbing to me because I'm like, where are all the females at? Where you at? <laughs> um, and I don't know. I thought that was just interesting. I thought it was kind of like a mind-blowing moment that I had that I was like, wait a minute, I haven't heard like a female give one of these motivational speeches saying that I can do it. It's just been men. Um, yeah, so that was just kind of like another fun, random, not fun, and I, I always say fun fact, but just kind of like a random fact that I noticed that I didn't know how to take. I was kind of confused by it. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? Um, and I just wanted to share that with you guys because if you guys know any female podcasters or motivational speakers to please send them my way. <laughs> okay. So the last thing we're going to talk about before taste testing um, another beverage is just kind of how I'm feeling. I feel like I already mentioned this, but definitely um, how I'm feeling about the 200 miles. So I think I talked about the self-doubt that I have, um, but I know I mentioned that there's certain body parts that are hurting as well, but there's one thing that I don't think I was prepared for during this. <laughs> and that is the fact that I am always hungry throughout the day. Like, this is only the third, I'm definitely, like, I'm not doing this to lose weight. If anything, I'm probably going to gain weight from this because I have just been eating so much. Um, but I just, it's like a science. Oh, wait, okay. So this, this is what we're going to get into. I forgot about this topic. So it's like a science when you're running or walking every day because you want to make sure you're recovering the proper way. You want to make sure you're hydrating and giving yourself all the nutrients it needs to do this crazy idea that you decided to do. So... I've been doing like yoga before I run. I've been stretching after I run. And I just wanted to like be more prepared and look up running. So before really quickly, I just feel so hungry throughout the day. And I have... <laughs> I want to say that I like added in a meal slash snack time since I started running. So I'll have breakfast and then I'll run and then I'll come home and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm super hungry. So I'll have like a second breakfast almost. And then if I'm splitting up the mileage, um, yeah, I'll do like the second mileage at the end of the day. And I just feel like I've been eating so much more. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do about that. So I, I feel like I might end up gaining some LBs, which is an, an issue. I, I really don't care about the number. But I just I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't expecting to feel hungry throughout the whole entire day. But what I did want to mention was 
today I was looking up like what to, how to recover for running and something came up on Google that is called running phase. So I have never heard of this term before in my whole entire life, but the question that came up on Google was, is runner's face real? And I don't know how this question even came up. I was, I think, I'm pretty sure I was Googling how to recover after walking or running six miles a day and runner's face came up. So this is what runner's face is. I don't know if, if you guys have heard this term. So please let me know if you have. But if you haven't, runner's face is the look of saggy skin that may make you look a decade older. The reason, according to the believers, is that all the bouncing and impact from running causes the skin on your face and more specifically your cheeks to sag. <laughs> I'm sorry. But when I read that, I was like, what? Like, I literally have been... I mean, I haven't run like every single day since high school, but I did track in high school and <laughs> I don't know, jogging was something that I might have done more some years than others, but I have never heard that term before, ever in my whole entire life. And <laughs> I'm just like at awe. I was like, first of all, why did this even come up when I was Googling how to recover from running? Like, why? And then this saggy skin runner's face topic decided to come up. So I thought that was really funny. I just wanted to mention that in this episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, what is, like, is this real? I don't know. Um, please let me know, though. I really am curious if you guys have ever heard of this topic or not. Runner's face of the saggy skin. Please let me know. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about phase three. We talked about 200 miles in July and that little tidbit on um, motivating yourself and that little voice inside your head of self-doubt. We talked about how I'm feeling um, after doing a couple of miles after three days and running phase, which means that we just have one thing left and that is our lovely beverage taste that Christina has given me. Thank you, Christina. Let me go run upstairs and get it really quick. So in the last couple of minutes of this podcast, we're just going to talk about this sparkling, ooh, it's a sparkling cocktail. <laughs> so fancy. And I have to be honest with you guys, I tasted this on Tuesday, but I don't really remember what it tastes like uh, because it was on Tuesday. So, um, and I only had a little bit of it, of it as well. So this is called Two Chicks, and it is a sparkling tequila and grapefruit cocktail. There is 5% alcohol. Um, let me just Google the nutrition facts really quick. 
All right, so it has 90 calories, zero grams of fat, 10 grams of sodium, 10 grams of carbs, 10 grams of sugar. Wow. Um, let me see. Okay, so they have different flavors as well. Let's see, they have a tequila, lemon, and lime cocktail. They have an elderflower and pear cocktail, the grapefruit cocktail, which is what I am going to taste. They have white peach, cucumber tea, and thyme cocktail. They have whiskey, spicy, ginger, and orange cocktail. They have gin, apple, and cucumber cocktail. Wow, and that was the last one. Okay, so they have one, two, three, four, five, six different types of flavors. I have the sparkling tequila and grapefruit cocktail. Let me just pop this bad girl open. There we go. All right, I'm just going to have a little bit. I'm going to, woo, my favorite sound. <laughs> okay, let's see how this tastes. This um, Two Chicks Sparkling Tequila and Grapefruit Cocktail. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. So I remember, ooh, it's, it has a very refreshing taste to it. I really like this. Um, so it does have tequila in it, but the reason why I like it is because you can't taste the tequila. And I don't know if I'm the only person in the house who's like, who might sometimes ask a bartender, hey, can you make me a drink? But I really don't want to taste the alcohol. <laughs> um, but that's me. I don't like to taste the alcohol, especially if it's tequila. Um, but I really do like this, um, it's called a cocktail, so we're going to call it a cocktail. I really do like this cocktail because I don't taste tequila in it. Um, it's very refreshing. It feels very light. I really do like this. I feel like it's perfect if you're at a barbecue or at the beach or if it's just hot out and you want something refreshing, but you still want a little bit of something um, this might, I don't want to say this might be my favorite, but it might be my favorite. <laughs> Christina, you know me well, girl, you know me well. Um, I really do like this. You do taste like a hint of tequila when you taste it, but it's not huge. It's not a lot. It's not, it doesn't make you do that weird face. Um, so I would highly recommend Two Chicks, the Grapefruit or sorry, the sparkling tequila and grapefruit cocktail. Um, it's super refreshing. I really do like it. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10, I would recommend. So that's where I'm going to leave this episode, whatever this episode was. Thank you for listening to me ramble about phase three and the motivational speakers part. <laughs> Um, I was just kind of shocked, honestly, that all the podcasts that I personally listened to were male and the motivational speakers that I listened to were male. 
Um, I think that was like a huge realization for me. And I was like, I, I didn't even notice it, to be honest. And I was like, wait a minute. I like, where's the females at? Like, where are they is pretty much the reaction that I had. So um, thank you guys for just letting me vent about that and letting me ramble about that. Um, and please send any female podcasters or motivational speakers my way so I can add them to my playlists because I think it is super important, especially as a female, to be motivated by other females and not just males, um, in my opinion. So thank you for letting me ramble for today's episode. I feel like I was very, very rambly, um, but I will see you guys for Sunday's episode Sunday's episode is going to be a little bit of burpees and a little bit of yoga, but you guys will know what I mean when that episode comes. (laughs) Okay, enjoy your 4th of July, everybody. I will see you guys on Sunday. Be safe, have fun, and I will see you guys on Sunday. Bye. Happy 4th of July.